This is Eugene Braverock, the chief in Wonder Woman, and you're listening to East Society Podcast. Yes, yes, you're now rocking with the best East Society Podcast. Nez in the place to be, Anchor Edition, Blu-ray update. Yep, I'm back, everybody. I uh, got a few uh, new pickups uh, care of work uh, Thank you for uh, always hooking me up uh, But as far as everything else going on in the world I hope all you guys are being safe And uh, staying home if you have to But if those of you that have to go out and work uh, Please be careful uh, I am one of those guys that have to go out there and work So I'm trying to be as careful as I can Safe as I can um, But yeah, the world uh, must go on so that's what I've been doing uh, with my time. Um, please follow my uh, new Instagram page at Blue Ray Nez uh, of all the pictures and everything of, of uh, some of my a lot of it's just my old collection. And if I do happen to get something new, I'll throw it on there. But all right. On to the uh, very first one. Um, this one. Uh, I'll talk. You guys should already know about this. And this one's Robocop came out in 1987. Uh, this is the Arrow edition, the Steelbook. Uh, I won't need to go into what this movie's about. You guys should know Peter Weller, Nancy Allen, Ronnie Cox, and all of them. But, yeah, it's an awesome, uh, it's a cool Steelbook. Uh, I love the front. I love the back. Uh, it's two discs. It's got the uh, original theatrical cut as well as the uh, director's unrated one, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but do check out... Uh, Brian and I from uh, Brian from the Horror Returns. We did our um, uh, we recorded our first episode for um, original remake or E Society presents original or remake. So uh, that should be coming soon. I just need to get off my butt and uh, put it together. But yeah, that first one was RoboCop. Awesome still book. Uh, again, check out my page uh, at Blu-ray Nez, and uh, I'll definitely put it on there so you can see uh, what it looks like if you guys don't know. Uh, this second one I got, this is a film that a lot of people didn't like. Um, so I was just kind of like, eh, okay, whatever. Um, I love John Travolta. He, he's the main star. Uh, but this is the film, The, the Fanatic. Uh, all he wanted was an autograph. Um, a lot of podcasts, uh, a lot of movie reviewers, when this film came out, I believe it came out last year, and uh, everybody hated it. Um so I was, I was expecting to hate it. But if you guys know me and you listen to the show, I try not to listen to the uh, critics and everything. So I said, I'll give it a shot. Um, I first saw it when it was streaming on Amazon. And uh, I watched it, and I did not see the hate for this film because I loved it. I thought it was a cool film. Uh, on, on the grimy street to Hollywood, a celebrity-obsessed man feels slated by his favorite movie star and embarks on an un unhinged quest to get a response leading to a home invasion and a very long night that changes both men apparently this was cool this stars uh again john travolta and what's this gentleman's name devon sawa i think that's his name uh i think i think that's his name it's the kid from um final destination uh and he was also in uh, idle hands let me see if I can pull that up really quick. If if this is the the kid I'm 
thinking of. Uh, but this movie was cool, man. I mean, I, I don't really care what. Uh, again, I don't care what the people think. Uh, other reviewers, but uh, I enjoyed this one. Yeah, Devon Sawa, that's his name. Uh, it also stars Anna Gorlagia, I think that's his name, and a bunch of other people. But the main two are just John Travolta and Devon. Um, it was good. I liked it. Uh, John Travolta, I thought he did an amazing performance. I know a lot of people didn't like it, and they didn't like his appearance. I liked his appearance, his little crazy um mullet he had and um he was good man he's playing uh just just obsessed uh fan i mean there's plenty of you that, that are obsessed with things and he he seemed like he was a little slow but uh he, he seemed harmless well he seemed harmless but if you've seen the film you know where it goes but if you haven't seen definitely check this one out um it's rated r for some strong violence language and language throughout I thought this was a good movie. I really enjoyed it. Um, if I had saw it earlier in the year of last year, uh, I probably would have um, put it on my uh, top 10 uh, for 2019. Uh, well, let me check one more thing. Let me make sure this, uh, if it did come out. It says 2019, but sometimes movies are made and then they just re not released on the world until, uh, yeah, August of uh, 2019. Jeez, it was that that long ago. Uh, this was direct, written and directed by uh, Limp Biscuits Fred Durst. Uh, Fred Durst has done a, a lot of stuff uh, directing-wise. Some some of it I didn't really care for, but a lot of it was was pretty cool. But definitely check this out. This is uh, The Fanatic. On to the next one. This is an old one. Um, this one came out in, I believe, 2003. Dang, was that long ago? I thought it was in the 90s, but... Um, I I got just got to do more fact checking, everyone. Um, you know, we try to uh, do as much uh, fact checking as we can. Yeah, two thousand three. Uh, this is uh, Stephen King's uh, adapted film, or uh, from I think it was a short story. Uh, this was directed by Lawrence Kasdan, and it stars Morgan Freeman. Thomas Jane, Jason Lee, Damian Lewis, Timothy Oliphant, uh, Tom Sizemore, uh, New Kids on the Block, Donnie Wahlberg, and a bunch of other people. And uh, if you haven't guessed it by now, this is Dreamcatcher. I liked this movie. I, I thought it was really cool. Um, it's, it's a little goofy and everything. Uh, if you've seen it, you probably know. But uh, Jonesy, Henry, Pete, and Beaver are bonded by friendship and by the strange powers each acquired on a fateful day in their childhood. But now a horrific entity is putting their friendship and powers to the test, and some of the four will die, and some will save the world from a menace unlike any anything's has anything ever seen. Uh, suspense, heroism, awesome effects, they're all they're all unleashed on in this Stephen King tale adapted by William Goldman and co-directed and co-written by Lawrence Kasdan. A splendid cast headed by Morgan Freeman as a shoot-first alien hunter powers the eerie goings on arranging to a monster flush fest uh, to a massive animal migration to inner mindscapes and beyond dream capture. It's a sci-fi horror fans come true. Um, this one was cool. I mean, it was just some buddies up in the, up in, I can't remember exactly what I assume somewhere in Maine. It's where all of uh, Stephen King's films take place. 
Uh, but they were up in a cabin, and then um, someone comes. So some stranger comes to the door. They're not really sure what's going, what's, what's happening with them. It's kind of like a cabin fever, like a thing. He has some old hobo comes up, and then he goes into the bathroom, and then I'll stop there with the description if you haven't seen it because once it gets in there, it all hell breaks loose. Uh, in this one, uh, special features: Dreamwriter, an interview with Stephen King. Dreammakers, a journey through the production, Dreamweavers, the visual effects of Dreamcatcher, Dreamcatcher, unrevealing the nightmare, six lifted scenes, original ending, and teaser trailer. Uh, definitely check this out. Not sure if it's streaming anywhere, but if it is, um, do watch it. Um, I thought it was an awesome film. Uh, this next film, uh, I talked about it on, on the last episode, um, which is an awesome film. I know you can rent it on... Uh, Oh, excuse me. You can rent it on um, Amazon or wherever you uh, rent films. But this is a new one that came out uh, this year. Well, it came out in 2019, but that's when it was doing all its festival runs. But it was actually released earlier uh, this year, I believe in uh, February. Uh, but this is a film called uh, a Joe Beagle's film. It's VFW. And this stars Stephen Lang. Uh, William Sandler, Martin Cove, Fred Williamson, and um, what's his nuts? Uh, David Patrick, not David Patrick Kelly. Is that yet? Wait. Yeah, David Patrick Kelly, he's in this. And Norm. I, I can't remember the, the guy that played Norm on Cheers. He's also in this. Uh, hmm. One of you guys are probably screaming now. Oh, George... Uh, Wendet, I think that's how you say his name. I don't know. But uh, VFW. And the latest movie from the iconic Fangoria, a typical night for a group of war veterans at a local VFW turns into an all-out battle for survival when teenage girl runs into the bar with a bag of stolen drugs, suddenly under attack from a gang of punk mutants looking to get back what's theirs at any cost. The vets use every weapon they can put together to protect the girl and their VFW in the biggest fight of their lives. Uh, special features, uh, two film audio commentaries, the making of VFW, meet the cast of VFW, special effects of VFW. Uh, if you didn't hear my review uh, on the last episode, uh, this, this movie was awesome. I loved it. It was Everything that I want in a film. It's kind of a, a little pain, a little homage to a grindhouse. It's a little gritty uh, and everything. And it's got the blood, the violence, uh, the dismemberment, uh, head explosions, everything in it, man. They just un unloaded on, in this film. Um, it's all practical effects, which I love. So, I mean, shout out to the guys that, that made this film and all you all the workers that did the special effects because they, they did an amazing job in this one. It, it gets goofy at times, but this movie is awesome. This is uh, right now uh, my number one favorite film of uh, 2020. Uh, I know we're not having too many this year, but who knows? Hopefully this will all uh, blow over so we can uh, get back into the theater because that's one thing I miss is the movie theater. And uh, if you if you know me, uh, that's that's my getaway is to to go to the movies and just kind of forget about what's happening in the world or uh all the bad things that, that's going on it's good you can go step in a movie theater and just lose your lose yourself for two and two hours sometimes three depending on what movie you see but either way all right 
Uh, the next one, this was uh, from the Twilight Time uh, Entertainment. It, they, you know, Twilight Time, they all have those um, the limited edition ones. There's some that I have in my collection. I think I have uh, three of them. This is the third one uh, that I have. Um, but this is uh, a film that came out in 1993. I actually got, my wife and I got to go to the premiere uh, for this in the Bay Area. And this is uh, Walter Hill's Geronimo. An American legend. I call it Geronimo a Native American legend. Um, uh, Geronimo, an American legend, 1993, directed by Walter Hill and written by John Mil- Millis. Millis, I think that's his name, and Larry Gross from a story by Millis. Uh, focuses on emphasis, Apache leader, one of the great strategists and least. Uh, um, this writing on here is so small. And last uh, holds out into uh, hold hold out in the American War genocide against its first citizens. Magnificently played by West Duty, uh, Geronimo earns over the years of the grudging respect, even though those sent to defeat him, including General Crook, uh, Gene Hackman, and various and various officers and scouts played by the likes of Jason Patrick, Robert Duvall, and in an early role, Matt Damon. Uh, enlightened by Ry Kudler's scores available. Uh, it's different. Um, it's just talking about the soundtrack. Uh, special features, isolated music track and theatrical trailer. Twilight Time doesn't really put much as far as the special features in this one. But like I said, this stars um, uh, Wes Studi. He's Geronimo. You got Jason Patrick, uh, Robert Duvall, Gene Hackman, Gene Hackman um, Rodney A. Grant, uh, geez, I can't remember the other uh, native. There's a bunch of native people in this, but I can't remember all their names. So those are kind of the main ones. Uh, and also Matt Damon, again, directed by Walter Hill. Um, I love this film. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I saw it um, first time was at the premiere in San Francisco, Bay Area premiere. So that was pretty sweet to, to get to go to that. We saw it at uh, the Kabuki Theater in uh, Japantown, San Francisco. Uh, Wes wasn't there, but I met Wes at an indigenous Comic-Con and I got to talk to him for a little bit. So he was really cool. Um, but this film was awesome. Uh, I loved it. I have the DVD somewhere in my pile. But uh, when I saw that this was on Blu-ray for right now, I think this is the only uh, Twilight Time is the only format that put out the Blu-ray. I don't think uh, it's out yet anywhere else. I, but I do believe once their uh, contract is up, uh, whoever the highest bidder is gets it and they get to uh, put it out. But, yeah, Drawn on American Legend. Check it out. All right, this last one, it's a box set. Uh, there's four films. Um, hold on a second. Let me set the mic down and pull all these out. Excuse me while I whip this out for you uh, Blazing Saddles fans. All right. Uh, the Wreck Collection. If you guys uh, have seen these films, um you see, the first one came out in 2007. Wreck 2 came out in 2009. Wreck 3 Genesis came out in 2012. And Wreck 4 Apocalypse came out in 2014. Uh, let me see. In 2007, two talented Spanish filmmakers created a terrifying film that went on to spawn three sequels, an American and an American remake. Uh, it's sequel in, in the first. Uh, and, geez, don't wait. An American remake and its sequel. 
Okay. Well, the sequel to Quarantine, the Quarantine 2, has got nothing to do uh, with the rec films. That Quarantine 2, I liked it, but it was just more of just, uh, it didn't follow the storyline as rec. But anyway, uh, in the first film, Rec, a TV reporter and her crew are asked to cover a team of firemen on duty. What me, What seems like a routine story about a night at the fire station soon turns into a nightmare. Trapped inside a quarantine building, the crew must try to survive the terror that rages inside. Uh, if you've seen Quarantine, it's basically that film, a remake. Um, but uh, re- Quarantine is good. Uh, but this one, I seen the first time it was, I, th- I think it was during the MySpace era. Uh, somebody put the whole movie on there, so I got to watch it. No. I rented the first one. There was a second one that I saw on MySpace. But anyway, uh, special features for the first film. Audio commentary by writers and directors. Uh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce their names. Um, The Making a Wreck, teaser trailer, TV spots, interviews, and behind-the-scenes footage. Um, The first one is probably my favorite out of all of these, but definitely uh, check these out. Uh, Wreck 2 picks up minutes after the end of Wreck. The authorities have lost contact with the people trapped inside the quarantine building and chaos reigns. A special operations unit has been tasked with entering the premises only to discover that this is anything but a straightforward mission. Uh, yeah, that's what I loved about this uh, part two. It's, uh, Wreck 2, Fear Revisited. Um, it, like I said, it just ends as, as, at the end of the first one, this is where the second one picks up. That's what I, I like about those films. I don't know if they filmed it all at once and then just broke it up into two, but um, this one was cool, man. I, I did enjoy it. it. It does go into a little more explanation on what caused all these people to go crazy uh, inside this building. Um, I don't really remember exactly uh, what caused it. I want to say it was more of... Uh, kind of like evil forces or something like that, and like de- demonic possession or something. I don't remember, but uh, that's uh what I remember. I only seen the second one once, or I seen the first one a few times. I seen the last three just like once. Uh, special features, deleted scenes, behind the scenes featurette, a walkthrough on the set, uh, Rec Two on tour, some film festival press conference, and a theatrical trailer. But yeah, check out a uh, Rec Two. That one's awesome. Uh, Wreck 3, I remember seeing this on Netflix. That The last two were on Netflix. Uh, Wreck 3, Drent Genesis, leaves the, confine, the confines of the quarantine building to follow the wedding of Coldo and Clara. Everything appears to be running smoothly, and the bride and groom are enjoying a wonderful day until the guests start showing signs of a strange illness and unleashes a torrent of violence. Uh I can't remember what started it um, in this one. It, it does kind of, I think they hinted around what happened in the, in the first two films, but um, I don't remember what got everyone all crazy in this one because they were all at a wedding party and, and everything just goes to hell. So um, deleted scenes, outtakes, and theatrical trailer. Not much on the special features, but um, I'm just reading some stuff in the back. Yeah, I mean, I'll have to rewatch it again. I don't remember, uh, but yeah, I just remember it just going to hell at at a wedding and everything. But the, I mean, something does cause uh, the reason for why everyone goes nuts. All right, on to the fourth one, Wreck Four Apocalypse. 
uh, returns to Angel or Angela, I don't know, Vidal. Uh, the young reporter who was, oh, I guess it was a girl from the first one. Uh, the young reporter who was managed to make it out of the building alive, but she hasn't made it out of the building alone. She, as she carries the seed of the strange infection, she is taken to a provisional quarantine facility, the perfect location for the virus to be reborn. Uh, yeah, I'm not, that, this is all on the, all the stuff I'm reading is on the back of the box. But on the actual DVD, the cover, because I remember it was on a boat and there's a boat right on the or a ship. Uh, it's right on the cover. Welcome on. Welcome on aboard. Welcome on aboard. OK, whatever. Rec four apocalypse. Um, Special features of making a rec four and theatrical trailer. Jeez, they really windled down on the special features. But this this whole box set is uh, from a shout factory, scream factory, whatever you want to call it. Um. I know these films weren't in America for a while. Um, and I think, I don't know how, old, how, how long ago this uh, box set came out, but, um, looks like it's been out for a few years, but Hey, it's new to me. So, but, uh, like I said, three and four, I watched on Netflix. Um, I don't really remember much on this one other than it just going haywire on a ship. When I say ship, not like a cruise ship, like one of those big cargo ships. So, and uh, and it's out at sea, and you got you only you're only limited on space on where you can run on those, other unless you just want to jump in the water and take your chances with Jaws and, and all of them. But yeah, Wreck Four Apocalypse. Uh, let me. Yeah, this box set is cool. I'm gonna. I haven't jumped into these films. Uh, in a while, I, I don't even remember the last time I saw Wreck, the first one, but I am definitely gonna have to sit down and watch these again because uh, I only remember bits and pieces of them. Um, but I do remember the second one did explain uh, a little bit more on what uh, caused the whole outbreak uh, from the first film. But these are all awesome films, they're all in uh, Spanish, so you got to read, you got to read it, or not sure if there's um, audio. Uh, english uh, dub versions on here but uh for me i like listening i like reading it i mean uh, to me I, i've said this before on the show when you're watching uh foreign films and uh you, it's in their language i mean when they, when it's dubbed over it kind of loses its uh, its flavor it just it doesn't sound right uh, when people uh, are speaking english over the dub versions of those i, I never really liked those um, because it kind of loses the feeling uh, of what the actor uh, is doing on the screen. So, but that's me. Some people just don't like to read, and they'll just uh, deal with uh, the bad uh, uh, dubbed versions. But there is some. I mean, a lot of those old school kung fu films and all that that we grew up on watching. I love all those uh, with the dub version because it's yes, they are borderline racist but i mean that they're trying to sound like uh, asian gentlemen and asian women but uh, we all know they don't sound that way but uh that's what i grew up on going to the old school uh little grindhouse theaters watching kung fu flicks and uh shoot 'em up movies not all the I, I did see all the big giant blockbusters in in the theater as well but those one little grimy theaters little ghetto theaters uh that we used to have they just showed anything they wanted to show. 
uh, and those were awesome. I loved all those. The popcorn, the soda was watered down. The popcorn was old. The candy was no good. Uh, there was sometimes there was rats running around in the theater, but that just gave you more of experience uh, to go to those theaters. I had never had an issue with rats or anything on it, but um, we always just brought in our own snacks anyway when we went to those theaters. But all right, everyone, that is going to be it. This episode, quick, let me run through all the ones I talked about. Uh, the box set, the rec collection, one, two, three, and four. Uh, Geronimo, an American legend, VFW, Dreamcatcher, the fanatic, and the original RoboCop. Again, this is an awesome steelbook, and there is a ton of special features on on both of these discs. So there's too much to read. I will not go through all of it, but there is a ton on this. I'm not sure if the the regular plastic covered edition has that much stuff on it but the steel book is awesome uh, all right everybody uh, i don't know when uh i'll be back with another one unless i just start reviewing all my old ones i have uh in the pile um but um it just can't other than you're not supposed to go out there you're only supposed to go out there and buy the essential stuff but uh i know you can order things online but if you guys know me i've said this many times on the show i like i'm the guy that likes to hunt i love the hunt of finding um of finding movies i mean i know they're out there. it's different when like these new movies come out you can just go to walmart or whatever and pick them up but for old films i always like to search for them but i will look to see if they are in blu-ray form first and then i'll go out and hunt for them so but yeah that's me everyone but again everyone thank you for listening uh if you if you listen to all the stuff we have on anchor you can just shoot on over to uh uh, Skater Nest Podcast Network and listen to uh, everything we got over there. A uh, variety of shows. But uh, for everyone you listening here on Anchor, thank you so much uh, for doing that. Uh, if you do not use the, the actual Anchor app, you can also hear us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. All those uh, podcasts uh, streamed... Uh, uh, places that I just read, those are for our Anchor show. Uh, but if you want to hear the regular stuff on the regular network, you can hear those on Podbean, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, I think, uh, CastBox, Breaker, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. I do not know how we got on most of those except for Stitcher. I, I had to do something to get us on that, but iHeartRadio was kind of a, a surprise on, on how I found us on there. But, hey, if you have any of those apps, you can hear uh, all of us. Uh, or you can just go straight to the website if you're doing it from your uh, web browser, uh, Podbean, and stream it from there. But anyway, however you guys hear our shows, thank you so much for listening. And I got to give big shouts out to uh, Taylor and Dynamite Debris. They're new to the um, Skaterness Podcast Network. They, uh, Taylor and his, and his crew cover uh, all the AEW Dynamite stuff that comes on every week. Uh, do check them out. They had an awesome first show. Can't wait to hear more. Uh, bigger shouts out to everybody that hears both of our networks here on Anchor over on the regular network as, as well. All the people, everybody around the world, there's just so many people that listen to us and um, thank you so much uh, for uh, giving us a chance listening to two uh, guys like us talk about things that we love and uh, toys, comics, video games, 
uh, movies, TV, and me complaining about this and that, if you guys have been listening to us uh, this far. But, uh, again, thank you so much, uh, everybody out there. And everyone out there, again, please be safe. Beware of your surroundings. Um, wear masks. I think it's coming to that. We're going to have to start doing that. I guess I need to get one. Um, and shouts out to everybody out there in the medical field, be it doctors, nurses, or just anyone that, that's out there on the front line. Uh, and the, the doctors are actually in the battle uh, dealing with this uh, coronavirus. But everyone out there, all the essential workers that, are, that still have to go out there and work, uh, be it a truck drivers, a bus drivers, uh, first responders, anybody that still has to be out there. If you have to be out there, please be safe. If you don't, please stay home. Um, just, I know it's rough to, especially if you have kids, to try to entertain them. But school is still going in a way. Uh, my son just had to get a laptop from uh, school, and he's able to uh, finish out his uh, ninth grade school year. But I do feel sorry for. All you seniors, uh, if you guys are hearing me, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. I mean, this 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 all just sprung up on us. So uh, do what you guys do what you guys can, and we're proud of you for all you guys that are graduating this year, uh, as well as all you in the universities. Thank you so much for uh, you should be studying, uh, but do when you get a break. Listen to us. But all right, everybody, I am out of here. That is going to be it this episode. We got more episodes coming for you here on Anchor. I think we're going to do a uh, ESP Rewind with um, the 80s, uh, or was it, I think it was 1990. Um, let me look that up real quick before I get out of here. Uh, I believe it was 1990, and then they did a crappy remake, which I'll probably cover uh, as well. Yeah, 1990. Uh, we're going to do an ESP Rewind with uh, Total Recall, uh, the Zisu and I. But, all right, everybody, thank you so much again for listening, and I'm out of here this time. I'm tired of making up other things to talk about. But, yeah, 30 minutes is enough for you guys. So I uh, uh, love you all. Please be careful, be safe, wash your hands, and uh, I'll see you guys next time. So until then, party on. I'm-